Hi everyone, welcome back to Shade Charts. I am Christabel, your host for this podcast. Um, and as I've mentioned in the previous episodes, this time we are talking about all things faith and what faith means to different people and what it looks like um, walking and living a life of faith in our present world. And today I am so excited to have one of my friends um, who I actually met through uh, social media, which is incredible because technology is opening up so many many different um, ways for us to be able to meet people. Um, so I've got Beth on here. Beth, do you want to introduce hi. yourself? Hello. Hi, hi, hi. I'm Beth. Um, I'm, oh gosh, what to say? I live in Scotland. I live in a wee town called Port Glasgow. So there we go. Anyone else that lives nearby, hello to you. Um, I, what do I do? I do loads of different things, um, but... So recently I finished my master's where I studied human rights and international politics and I finished that in September. Um, I'm, a, I'm a trustee, so I'm on a board of, um, it's a charity that supports a particular Christian school in Uganda. So talking oh, wow. about trying to, trying to end poverty and trying to change these children's lives through education, yeah. trying to change the community. We've got a health centre out there as well. and. Um, oh, no. I'm, my part in that is very small, but I know that I'm part of something much bigger. Um, and sponsorship is really important to me. Like I write letters to the girls that I sponsor and I love them. Like I consider them part of my family and I pray for them. Yeah. I take it really seriously. Um, and I think that sponsorship is a great thing for people in this country. Yeah. Who are maybe, maybe thinking through what it might mean to love people in the developing world and what, what does it yeah. mean to kind of be present in people's lives yeah. I think it's a really a real it can be a really good link between us and yeah. people in other countries and I'm really thankful for that opportunity um wow. I do a few other things like yeah. like volunteering at church and I do some volunteering in my community and yeah so that's me <laughs> Oh, wow so you sound like you're you're a very busy busy person doing doing it all um but I I loved what you said um that you are part even though you feel like what you're doing is small you are, you know that you're part of something bigger because I think sometimes we can we can feel very intimidated by doing anything because we feel like oh my god I don't even know where to start mm-hmm. but I love the fact that you whatever you can do is more than enough because it's actually contributing to something bigger um so I, I loved it when you said that so I've never been to Scotland but I I I work in retail and one of my customers that I met a couple of weeks ago lives in Scotland and she was telling me that it's an amazing place so I'm mm. actually thinking of visiting Scotland this year on my staycation because I don't really know how how long till we can travel abroad um so yes yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward hopefully we can come and meet up when I'm down yes. there <laughs> yes please that'd be lovely I'd love to meet up with you I was actually I climbed a, a big hill today so I was out in the beautiful countryside today um, oh. and we saw we saw all kinds of wildlife while we were out on our walk today so we saw three different deer they were running oh. along we saw a pheasant by the road as well um, some beautiful oh. kind of water running down and some birds of prey we're not quite sure what they were and, and a frog oh. I, n- I nearly st- stood on a frog but thankfully I didn't stand <laughs> on it <laughs> but I, mean, I took oh. a picture of it instead <laughs> oh my god yeah well thankfully you didn't step on a frog yeah that would be really sad <laughs> but I didn't oh. I just took a picture <laughs> 
Well, so. it sounds absolutely idyllic, so I cannot oh, yeah. wait and and see it and and yeah, enjoy yeah, yeah. myself as well and and bring Jeremiah along so he can run around mm-hmm. and hop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get climatized with all the wildlife wildlife out there. Um, but yeah, Beth, definitely. what what I wanted to ask because um, obviously I know that you you volunteer at church, you do a lot in terms of the Christian world and supporting and trying to change the world for the better. Um, what would you say faith is to you if someone was to say uh, was to ask you that question how would you answer that yeah um well i think faith has to be something something that we choose to do every day i think it's a a living choice really um one of my favorite verses which is to do with faith um the definition the bible gives is in hebrews 11 verse 1 and it says faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we don't see um and i think um there's loads of things in that we could spend the whole of the rest of the day talking about that that (laughs) one that one verse really but i think what what really strikes me about that is that it's a very certain it it repeats those two words certain and sure in this one verse Mm -hmm. it's got both of those things so yeah it's it's not like faith is um faith faith is to do with something i can't see i have to have faith in a god i cannot see and sometimes Mm -hmm. i can be waiting for a long time waiting for promises forgot to fulfill different things in my life um and 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 i think what faith really means is like bringing to God my day and just saying you can have my day and yeah. and it might be really really beautiful and really full of things that bring me joy today or mm-hmm. it might be full of things that are difficult for me to walk through but you can have my day anyway and I'm going to praise you yeah. no matter what comes because oh, even though I can't see the end of all the different things that you're doing God I've got yeah. the faith to trust that you're always good you're always true to your promises you're always true to everything you've said in the Bible and you're always true to to me like I can have joy no matter the circumstances so that's yeah. I yeah. think what I believe oh do you know what I, I love that I, I love first of all I love what you've you've brought up in terms of Hebrews like as you said mm. it's such a loaded statement um but, and I think for me, what I take from that, because I think a lot of times it can be so hard to to believe or to walk in something that you don't see, um, you know, but that's exactly what faith is. It's, it's, if someone is listening to this and they don't have a relationship with God and they're thinking, wait, but I don't really understand faith. I look at it as in we have a hope, right, that our world will get back to, to, to what it used to be before, to get back to some kind of normality. We have a hope and we're, we're sure that it will get back to, to that. We don't see it yet, but we hope that it will and we're sure that it will. So for me, that's how I would, I would explain faith is to say it's being hopeful in yeah. something that you have not seen so yeah. it's for us to be hopeful in in a god and being hopeful for his promises and being hopeful in everything that he's he said to us even mm-hmm. though we do not see it yet mm-hmm. um and i know that that's sometimes easier said than done uh, because yeah. we're human right we've got all our five senses and we like the things that we can see touch feel mm-hmm. um but yeah, no, I, I I love that. I love that you've brought that to attention because that's what faith is. It it means relying on more on your heart than anything else because you're not relying on your eyesight. Mm. Because you know? I mean, 
for some of our people that are listening, they may be walking through something really difficult, a really hard season now. Um, I know there's a lot of a lot of feelings surrounding what's been going on this year, and and yeah, what we can see is not necessarily what we would want to be the end of our stories but I think I think we're all walking through something I think we're all walking through a process we're all on a journey um yeah and I often I I often kind of feel like I should take a step back sometimes and remember that all the people around me no matter if you're friends of mine very close people in my inner circle or if you're people that are acquaintances that I only meet once maybe in the shop or maybe I just see you somewhere at a bus stop or what have you like like you're all on a journey everyone's on a journey and God has God, God has a plan for every person. I've got faith to see that, even though I can't see the end of all of everyone's story. And I can't see the end yeah. of mine either. I definitely can't see yeah. where all of my different threads are going. And But there are yeah. promises that I know that God has made to me that I'm waiting for the fulfillment of them. And there's still joy, yeah. even though I don't have all the things that maybe maybe I think my yeah. future should look like, or maybe I think might yeah. be in my future. I've still got things to be praising for and rejoicing for today and I think that's a real gift I think that's a real gift of faith to do as well and faith really amplifies how much I can how much I can recognize that God is working in all the different things oh that's amazing I I love that it's being able to be thankful and grateful for for where you are in the things that you can you can see even though you you're still waiting on different promises you know and I absolutely I think that's such a beautiful statement to say because we live in a world where um like as you said we've all been through so much especially with the COVID-19 pandemic it's it's taken a lot out of us as people because right. it's not something that we expected right. it's not something that we saw coming um you know it's not something but nonetheless even in something like that we can still find joy you know as mm-hmm. you said we can still find the things that have really been that we we've really enjoyed like for me in the first one I remember saying you know what God I'm thankful that I've had the time to spend so much with my son because usually I'm at work usually he's at nursery you know we don't get to spend but we really had a full three months of just me and him and that's that's time that I will never get back Mm -hmm. so you know so yeah I I I love when you say that Beth is that there's joy in everything that we go through Mm -hmm. and is being able to to acknowledge that and to notice those things around us um so I guess my my next question is if you're thinking you brought up Hebrews 11 Mm. and I know that in Hebrews it obviously talks there's so many people that (laughs) walked by that are mentioned in in that whole chapter um who would you say is your favorite uh character in the bible not character because they're people Uh, who's your favorite person (laughs) like i hate saying character because it makes it sound like it's a it's a novel right but is this is a living book it's true um who would you say is your is your person that really inspires you in the bible or in terms of their journey of faith um, I, I really, really, really struggle to just pick one. Um, I'm sure, <laughs> I don't know if you can just pick one. I really can't. I, I find it really difficult. So I decided when I was thinking through what to say earlier, that I'm going to cheat. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to cheat because I'm going to, um, <laughs> I'm going to say that I love the four women that are in Matthew chapter one in the genealogy of Jesus. 
So it's not oh. it's not usual for people writing genealogies at the time in the Bible to have put women in there. But Matthew, when he's writing yeah. his gospel about who Jesus is, about who the Messiah is and who everyone has been waiting for since the beginning of time, the person that's going to save us all, he purposely yeah. includes four women in this list of people. So, so you can yes. read the whole thing. I, I maybe won't do it now unless you really would love me to do. <laughs> but if, when you read Matthew <laughs> chapter one, it's beautiful because so many of the men are really familiar names. They're people we know from yeah. in the yeah. Old Testament, their stories that we know of. And it's got these four yeah. women in there as well. It's got uh, Tamar, Rahab, Ruth and Bathsheba. And I picked yes. them because um, ethnically, they are not Israelites. They're people who came in and who were Gentiles and they're in the Bible yeah. and they're part of Jesus' family. And three out of four yeah. of them definitely had sexual immorality in their story as well. And yeah. so they're people that yeah. the world would have said, you, you, you can't be part of, you, you, you can't be part of what we're doing here. You can't be part of yeah. God's plan. Like everyone on the outside looking at their stories would have discluded them or excluded yeah. them. But God said, no. I love you so much and I prize who you are as individual people so much because you had faith that I'm going to put yeah. you in the middle of my salvation story. Um, and I mean, Rahab is in Hebrews 11, which is the other verse I talked about. And she's someone... Yeah. I just think it's incredible that these people just don't, oh. don't look like who we should necessarily yeah. em emulate their behavior or anything. They don't look yeah. like we imagine yeah. amazing people no. to look like, but they're the women that God put his hand on and he's allowed them to be part of the salvation story. There's a place for everybody in God's kingdom, no matter Absolutely. what ethnicity you're from, no matter what you've done in your past. And I just, that gives me so much hope and so much, I think it really fuels my desire <laughs> to, to yeah. do evangelism and to love the church and to create a church yep. that is an inclusive yeah. culture and that just says everybody's yeah. welcome here um yeah oh, those are my, oh my heroes God. of faith honestly do you know what they, I, this is why I love doing this podcast because I feel like I, I never know what people are going to say which is always the beautiful thing yeah and what you said is absolutely incredible and you're right not a lot of people tend to pick out the 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 women you know it's always the people that we know the Noahs the mm. the the Abrahams the Mo it's always the people that we know but actually there were some incredible women Amazing. in the bible that actually are in the lineage of Christ yeah. you know and oh I I love that I I literally love that it's it's my favorite thing yeah yeah <laughs> are, this is the genealogy nobody is allowed to skip genealogies anymore when you're reading your bible because this is gold <laughs> right here this is so good <laughs> it's so true I used to actually skip them because I used to oh, every time I'd read them I'm like yeah who begot who who begot who okay Jesus like let's just skip past this but actually what you said is exactly it shows the beauty and I remember I used to wonder what why why has it all included all these who begot who begot mm -hmm. but what actually the bible wanted us to show is that no one is is not important yeah, to God sure. everyone is important everyone has a place and that's why all those names are in there yeah. it shows us that he's an inclusive God Amen. and I Oh, a book I'll recommend a book I don't know if you've read um do you read any books by Francine Francine Rivers um I think you might have recommended her before I haven't read it yet I will <laughs> I will 
<laughs> no, that, that's fine. Because um, she wrote a book called A Lineage of Grace. Oh, wow. Um, in that book, she's literally covering just the women in the genealogy of Christ. And she's writing their stories. And that was the first time I really read those women's stories. And I really thought of them as people. And I imagined everything that they would have been going through in, in that, you know, in, in the time frame that they were living in. And the things, it's like, as you said, they they didn't even look like the people that should be in the lineage of Christ. They look like you know what these are women that are um, more morally not living right, or they, there was always something in there. But it's the beauty of the gospel is that Christ came for us. We did we didn't have to be perfect because He died yeah, for yeah. us before we even thought. You know, so I I love that. Who would you say is your favorite woman <laughs> out, out of the out of the four or the five you mentioned? Well, I mean. I don't know if you're really, really pushing me. I'm, mate, I'm, I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> I mean, obviously, Ruth is an incredible story, and I think I think it has to go with Ruth because of we learn so much about Jesus being our redeemer through that story. But I think maybe who yeah. I relate to the most is probably Bathsheba because we actually we know very little about her. To be honest, we know very little we do. about her mo- we do. motivations for doing certain mm. things and how is it that she got caught off in the sin that she got caught up in like we don't know that much about her but I feel like I just really relate to the fact that she was in this place and it seemed like she just up to, to me I've always read it like she seems like she was in the wrong place at the wrong time and these different things yeah. happened that were out of her control and then suddenly and then suddenly kind of I, I've always felt like what happened to her was that she then had to make the best of stuff after things had gone really wrong for her and and I'm sure that she turned to the Lord I don't think she would have been in the genealogy of Jesus Christ if she hadn't turned to the Lord and repented and just been like full of full of wanting to serve God after different stuff had happened um and I love that but I'm sure that's true of each of them yeah beautiful (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. And I, I, I just love that. You, with with us having obviously come through, um, I know the world was celebrating International Women's Day uh, yesterday or the day before yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, I, I don't know what day I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the fact that they were celebrating was International Women's Day. So I absolutely love the fact that this podcast has kind of come from that point of view to kind of say actually let's look at some of the women in the bible because they were pretty pretty kick-ass too not perfect but they were pretty kick-ass um so i i really love that thank you so much for for bringing that up beth um i suppose my next question is we obviously we read about faith we read about all the the women the men the people that in through faith in the bible how would you say in your life right now in the world that we live in you apply that faith oh, wow what a question <laughs> is, that, is, is that it <laughs> what a question. um how do i apply my faith okay um i know it's a fully loaded question <laughs> okay let me go let me go with um so i think for me the biggest breakthrough that I've had in the last couple of years the biggest learning point and the thing that's really changed my life very recently I would say is um going on a course called the freedom in Christ course which some of you might have heard of um it's um tell me about 
Yeah, so it's a course, a discipleship course that churches run. Your local church to you might might be running one soon. And if if you're hearing this and you know that your church is going to run this up soon, get, get on it. You need to be on that. It's amazing. Absolutely everyone needs to do Freedom in Christ course. And I say that because it's to do with it's to do with applying the Bible. So a lot of us who've been Christians for some time know a lot about the Bible and have, have read a lot of it, but maybe for me it really unlocked this thing of applying it to life and it helped me to learn the truth and begin to actually combat some of the lies of the world that I'd been believing in my heart and not realizing I'd done it because the thing with a lie is when you've been deceived you don't know you've been deceived you need to do some serious work to understand different places where your heart has led you wrong um and that's really countercultural for me to say that because our culture tells mm-hmm. us all the time if it feels good you should do it everything that feels yeah. good yeah. you should do you should go that way yeah. and that's a lie yeah. that is a lie of the world it's a lie because yeah. god has never told us to work that way god has asked us to come yeah. to him before we go somewhere else for our direction he's asked us to come to him yeah. and spend time with him and love him because he loves us He's got a plan for us that's like, like bigger and more and more beautiful and more wonderful than we could decide on our own. So when we do the things that feel good immediately, it it has to do with what I was saying right at the beginning in terms of faith being something unseen. If I do what I think I can see will make me happy immediately, I'm missing something in the future because when I'm planting seeds of saying I'm going to prepare for my future by not just doing what I think is going to feel good right now if I prepare for the future by learning the truth and helping my mind to be renewed and helping my heart to understand and be built on truth instead of instead of building my life on my feelings I'm gonna in the future be so much stronger and be so much more prepared for whatever my life might whatever direction my life might go in I'm going to have prepared for it by knowing the truth and living the truth so good that's so good oh that's so good um and I think one of the things from what you you're saying Beth is I feel like one of the struggles that we have in our world is we live in a very microwave generation Mm. where we want things that are instant we want things that are quick you know we want to put in five minutes later it's ready I can sit down and eat um and I feel like that generation is also how it's applying to some of the way Mm, we do faith or we faith because we want things that are quick we what we want we don't want to go through any hardships but it's like what you said you know what we shouldn't walk in 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 our feelings we should walk actually by the principles that we get to learn from the bible and apply those principles because it's nonetheless like god didn't promise that we will always have an easy life but he promised that he'll always be with us through everything and i feel like that right there is is where sometimes when our feelings get get in in there we're like oh god you've left me because this doesn't feel great no like he said i'll be with you every step of the way so you hold on to that principle and you hold on to that word but I remember you told me about the freedom in Christ and I need to actually do it because I love I love you I remember when you told me I wrote it down and I was like I need to do it because you spoke so highly about it um because it it's like as you said a lot of us may not know a lot about the bible you know we, we we know the stories in the bible but are we applying them do we even know how to apply them 
you know do we know how to take those principles and and put them into our lives so i think it's always if there's a course that can do that and beth is saying freedom in christ i am gonna do it guys and i will let you know how it goes because i'm always i'm always looking forward to learning how i can bear more fruit for the kingdom of god and we can do that by applying applying the word right the uk um or the uk website for it is ficm.org.uk we can put it in the description as well amazing i will put that in there perfect thank you thank you so much for that um so i suppose beth another another thing that we were talking about um we're talking about the struggles obviously between our feelings and our faith do you have an example for our listeners for someone who may be thinking i don't know what that looks like what 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 is it do you have an example of where you've had to choose faith over your feelings in, in anything that's probably i know i i've got things like that every day <laughs> yeah yeah every day um, wow yeah yeah it's really hard to just is pick it, one right it's really what? hard to just pick one <laughs> It um, is, it is, because it's a daily, so it's always, we're, we're constantly trying to do better, guys, so it is a daily walk, it makes it hard, we've got so many examples. Yeah, so many examples, <laughs> I literally can't think of which which to land on. Um, do you have one that's coming up in you, just give me a second. Yeah, of course, yeah, um, well, I suppose for me, the one I can think of the most is when I take the principle that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit, um, right? meaning that we we need to look after our bodies in as as they as if they are temples of the Holy Spirit. So whereas sometimes I I've got so I do work out and I do try to eat healthy, but sometimes I'm like, yeah, just give me everything, give me give me whatever, and and I go through phases where my feelings generally want to I want to eat what I know isn't really beneficial for me nutritionally or what I know that isn't beneficial for me in 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 the terms of keeping my body healthy and strong and in those in those moments I am faced with a choice of am I going to follow what my feelings are saying right which is you know what it's fine eat everything like just it doesn't matter it's cool do it or am I gonna really remember the principle that my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit and treat it like so um so for me that's that's an an example that that literally came up at the top Mm. of my head is that's one of the examples of how our feelings and applying a principle um to those feelings and I'm not saying you're not gonna you know have a a beggar every now and then no but I'm saying it's that that overindulging um wanting to overindulge Mm. in something that is not healthy yeah, for you yeah um for me maybe the, the one that is constant in my life since I was a young girl really I guess is is loneliness I'm feeling like if I have a certain amount of friends or even it's not even necessarily a boyfriend but if I have a certain amount of friends or a certain amount of people that kind of will always laugh at my jokes or are always there for me that I can mm. that, that will fill up this need inside of me to not be lonely but that yeah. is but that feeling yeah. that, that feeling is not true because every person every one of us walks through loneliness yeah. at some point in our lives that's just part yeah. of being a human and it's okay to feel that yeah. way it's okay to ask for yeah. help in those moments and I would encourage you to do that yeah but it's also okay yeah. 
for it to just be part of the season of life if you're a single person like I'm a single person yeah. like it's okay for that to be part of your journey um and and yeah. sometimes yeah there, there are some people that I know I wouldn't necessarily open up and say like I feel really lonely today but there are some of my friends that are safe people that I can say that to and I know that they'll turn around yeah. and they might not necessarily say anything but in, in in the right circumstances and when the restrictions allow they'd come over and just sit with me and just be with me um and other ones would yeah. just if they can't do that they would send yeah. me songs or they'd send me videos and they'd check in with me because I think yeah me I am not the amount of people that talk with me I'm not the amount of friends that I have that is not the sum total oh, of my so identity good. I am a child of God so good and even if so it's not good. true but even if I didn't have any friends I would still have enough like I would still yeah. be enough because yeah. Christ has died for me um and some of us need to walk through quite prolonged series seasons of loneliness sadly it yeah. can be it can be yeah. a long time sometimes but but God is yeah. enough like I have to go to him about this almost every day That's because true. it's really really my feelings are telling me one thing my feelings are telling me I need to be sad but actually that's not true it's just not who yeah. I am and I've got real joy in the yeah. friends that I have and uh, you mentioned that we've yeah. become friends quite recently it's only in the last year during pandemic and um I think you're a real gift yeah. you your friendship with me is like being forged in the fire in pandemic I feel like we're really strong friends and I could go to you with any yeah. issue and ask you just to sit with me and just to to speak with me um and I really trust you and you're not yeah. my only friend that I have that and I think there are probably people that are listening they're just really hungry for real connection and yeah. and cultivating yeah really deep friendships doesn't need to be something yeah. you do tomorrow it doesn't need to be something you do when you feel really good or when you feel well enough to do it you can start right now um yeah that's it yeah that's it oh do you know what I it's when you speak about loneliness Beth I feel like thank you so much for opening up about that because it like it's like as you said everyone goes through it um but I don't know what it is I, th I suppose when we're speaking about the lies that we believe right when when this world one of the lies that we believe is oh I'm the only person yeah. that's lonely yeah right we tend to think oh I'm the only one going through this but actually no you're not like people go through that and it's being able to 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 as, as Beth has said, being able to communicate that with the people that you trust um, or they don't necessarily have to. And one of the things that you said that's also beautiful is saying that people don't necessarily have to say anything. You know, it's just their presence to be there. And that for me, I, I, I also relate it, if we're relating it back to God, is a lot of times we may not hear God. We may yeah. not, um, we may not, we may not hear what he's saying to us, but his presence is mm -hmm. right there with us. So that right there sometimes is more than enough for us to say you know what because I know thank you that you are sitting right here you're not saying anything but you're right here with me and I'm so thankful for that and that that makes all the difference um and I and I think it's also encouraging like what you said Beth is I feel like it's so good to encourage people to cultivate those those relationships as well it's really having that heart for people and being 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 wanting to listen and wanting to support and that's where it all starts and I feel that's where as humans in general um we all need to get to a point where we just want to be able to cultivate those relationships with people that are longer lasting and supporting them through all because that's what God does with us every day yeah, yeah. you know so good.
thank you so much, Beth, uh, for for being here and for joining me and for sharing everything that you're doing. Because I think you're absolutely incredible. And I thank God for the heart that you have and the heart for people. Um, and I feel like that's so needed in, in the current environment is just a heart that loves people and wants to, to do better and wants to support people. And that's what you have. And that's what I've always seen from you. Um, and I think you are incredible. Um, I suppose one of my last questions, because I know I've, I've thrown a lot of fully loaded <laughs> questions at you, but one of my last ones, which, which is not going to be so fully loaded, is um, if there was someone listening here and they were thinking, how do I, I attain this love, life of faith? How do I, where do I start? What would your advice oh, yes. be to them? Um, okay, so start with pick a time and a place that you're going to read the bible every day just pick a time and a place um, and have a plan about it as well so if you have never done it before don't start at the beginning of your bible start in the middle start at one of the gospels because it's all about jesus the whole of the story of what we're talking about and who i'm captivated by is the person of jesus and who christabel loves is the person of jesus so start with his life and the things yeah. he did while he was here. Um, and after you've got some of that, then maybe yeah. read some of the rest of the New Testament. There's different things to do with why he came in the letters of Paul. There's different things about what the cross means and what it means for us to one day be resurrected. Um, and and I love yeah. reading the whole Bible. If there's people that are listening that have been Christians for a long time and haven't done that yet, I really, really challenge you to read the whole Bible. You can get incredible one year daily bibles now you can get them everywhere you can get them on amazon or on eden bookshop um and what daily bibles are yeah. great for is they're laid out with the the date of the day so january the first it will have genesis one yeah. on it and some bits in matthew chapter one and some bits from from different places of the bible just like a calendar you can read it like yeah. a calendar and then flip it over and it's ready for the next day and by the end of the year if you cultivate that you've read the whole bible and this is how we combat those lies of the enemy. Yeah. This is how we walk every day is by listening to what God has yeah. for us. And God talks to me through reading my Bible. It's not it's not usually something random that isn't in the Bible. Usually God is speaking to me when I'm setting time aside to be with him. And it's not easy every day. Like I have there yeah. are days that I want to stay in bed. Um, and that's okay. Like that's part of the yeah. walk. But part of it is saying, well, yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready to go deeper. And I really am hungry to go deeper because it is possible to read the whole Bible in a year. It is possible. Yeah. And you'll have grown so much. And that's part of that's part of my story yeah. as well. As I've read the Bible through maybe maybe five or six times all the way through in a whole year. And then a few different other times that I can't count as well, just because just because God is worth it. He's worth my time. And I, I show up for God every day and he shows up for me all the time, every day. Like yeah. he, he loves me so much. And I oh. hear from him every day because, be, because of this, because yeah. of like just saying, God, I'm ready for yeah. you to have my day and I love you. And it's not going to feel the same every day. Yeah. Um, but, but, <clears throat> but that's oh, part of the beauty. We, we talked mm. about that last time we spoke as well. Like it does, it's not the same all the time, but that's lovely as well and I really yeah. so yeah pick a place pick a plan and get reading the bible and then and you'll meet Jesus like it's so exciting to meet him for the first time <laughs> oh, it is. 
it is absolutely it is i i completely i i agree um with everything that beth has said uh, pick a time you know and it doesn't have to mm. be a religious oh this is what structured no. like every day no sometimes it's different sometimes it, it may be what i usually sometimes do is go for a walk and listen to the audio bible as you're walking you know and it's things like that where don't make it very religious like it has to be Mm. the same place every day same time as long as you do it every day it doesn't matter when it doesn't matter how just do it and i'm actually going through the process of reading the bible um uh reading the bible through the year so i've started um and so I've started a plan on new version so um if anyone so I tend to have my new version and I have my study bible uh, separately as well um and one of my favorite study bibles is by John MacArthur so that's the one that I use um and I I would recommend if you're someone that really wants to to really understand the bible uh for for what it is study study it as Beth has said and you know and you'll get to meet Jesus because he's so awesome he's amazing um and we wouldn't definitely i and beth know that we wouldn't be able to do life without him um so we we encourage everyone to do that but oh thank Thank you you so much beth it's been so amazing to have you on here and to hear you share share such incredible wisdom um i feel like my my take out from this is i'm going with the women i'm like yeah power to the women thank you you for having me it's lovely thanks so much oh anytime anytime well our listeners this is this brings us to the end of this episode of um shade charts and we hope you've really enjoyed um enjoyed it oh actually before i forget beth where can people find you if they wanted to reach out to you uh yeah i'm on facebook at beth lunn l-u-n-n or i'm instagram at beth and the bees (laughs) yeah Beth and the bees that's very that's easy to remember no one will forget that um but yes guys so um as Beth has said find her on her social media channels and as always if you have any questions about any of the topics that we discuss or anything that you've heard on here that you may want us to clarify a little bit more please do reach out to us you can find us um, on Instagram at Shade Charts or you can always get through to us through our website which is www.iamchristobal.com thank you so much and i hope you guys have a blessed day bye, bye.